you're in the States, good morning. I'm over here in London for the first time. And a lot of stuff is different over here in comparison to uh, the States. <laughs> a whole lot. And it's it's about 1.15 p.m. here. I'm actually, once I finish this, I'm going to go grab some lunch, look around the city a little bit. Um, tomorrow, go to the Raiders game. Excited about that, Raiders and Bears. Uh, but some of the stuff you don't realize when you come to other countries, like simple stuff. You know, currency is different. The money you spend is going to be different. But little stuff. In my hotel, the plugs or the sockets don't look like the plugs or the, the blocks on like my iPhone or my Apple Watch charger or anything like that. Or my computers, which is the worst. Um, so I got to go downstairs and ask, like, do they have other plugs that are similar to what we have in the States that I can plug my computers up to um, so I can log into a few things. Um... Yeah, I'm not even going to talk about it. Log into a few things. But for my phone and my watch, obviously, I can plug those into the wall using the, the actual cord. Just take the block off of it. But that's definitely not what my podcast is. Uh, or Yeah, today's podcast is actually about technology and technological differences and structural differences in London versus the United States. I'm joking. Um, today's podcast, I haven't made a title for it, but obviously, by the time it, it posts, it'll have a title. Um And I'm going to relate it to a post I made the other day and also relate it to some current situations I'm going through. But the the post I made the other day, it was about going through what you speak about, whether good or bad, but going through what you speak about. And then for me, managing exactly how I say or how I talk in these podcasts, managing the situation the exact same way. And I mean, most of most people that know me, uh, even if you follow my social media page or you know me personally or you listen to my podcast on a regular basis, only pause there for a second. I apologize. It's the longest gap. I think I went a week and a week and a half without putting out a podcast. I hadn't done, went that long before, um, but you'll understand why in a minute. But most of you that know me uh, know that my life hasn't always been, you know, sunshine, butterflies or whatever that saying is. Um, and I think that's okay. It's it's part of the, the process. Everyone's life, you have challenges, you have struggles, and I want everybody to get away from struggles being solely financial when we talk about problems in childhood or problems with work or problems with relationships, take money out of it. Um, but with work, with life, no matter what it is, you are, <laughs> I don't wanna say this, no matter what, no matter what field it is, no matter where you're at, um, you're, you're going to run into struggles. You're going to have some challenges. And if you want to get to the next level, you've got to figure out what those challenges, the turmoil, the obstacles, um, you got to figure out how do you solve those problems? How do you get over those obstacles? How do you navigate to make the situation better um, to get to the next level? And even some of those things like challenges, turmoil, obstacles, some of those are going to be just natural progression as you grow and get to a new level. You don't know as much in a certain aspect or certain space. So you got to learn some of it or some of it's going to be other people that are intentionally putting those barriers or hurdles or challenges in front of you. And you've got to be, I'm not saying you have to accept it. Actually, you do have to accept it. You don't have to accept what they think the consequence will be, but you have to accept it. Not everyone has a great heart. Not everyone's trying to help you do better. Even those people that wish well for you, they wish well for most. I mean, let me take that back. Most. Most people wish you well to a certain level. They don't wish you well for your success to exceed theirs. And 
like I said, there's that's not everybody. I, I know a couple people. I actually think my my boss right now, he's I think he's truly wants me to do well. Like not a hey, you can do well till you get to this point. I think he wants me to be uber successful. And I think when you have people like that in your corner, you're like, yeah, okay, let's get it. But not everyone's built like that. <laughs> I named one person, and that's there's 185,000 people I work with, and that's not an exaggeration on the number. But getting off topic, um, but you've got to be, to get back on track, you got to be mindful of some of the obstacles and challenges you're going to come into are just a natural, the natural part of growth and a learning curve that you need to close. And some of them are going to be obstacles that are put in front of you by others intentionally. And when I say intentionally, I'm going to break that down as we get into the podcast a little deeper. Um, but as you're looking at the, the the challenges that you come into, I think two big, two of the biggest challenges that we have um, in overcoming challenges is at times the the challenge comes or the obstacle comes or the information comes as a surprise and you're caught off guard. And when you're caught off guard in those kind of situations, our initial reaction or thoughts are all impulses. We're not clearly thinking. We just want to respond really quickly. And whether that's like, what? The shock or the surprise or frustration or anger. Um, but that's why, like, you've got you've to listen. Like, literally, when we talk about our society and listening to respond versus listening to understand, try to get in a space where you are completely engaged in conversations and when I say you're completely engaged you're listening to understand the other person's perspective not listening to correct or listening to respond to what they're saying and that's hard um, for me one of the things that I do and I well, I started it a few years ago and I'm still not a master at it is when you know you're having tough conversations or a conversation starts to get tough and this is where you've got to be mentally mature start writing down what you want to say and don't say it because a lot of times we just need to get it out write it down. You'll listen a little better. And then as I give you some more steps here, you can incorporate that into it. But the initial response or reaction tends to be, like I said, frustration, anger, negativity, whatever it may be. It's typically not positive. Um, And that's why you just have to listen. Regardless of what the information is, you got to listen. You got to soak it up. Ideally, ask for time to process it appreciate that. And if you ask for time to process it and then follow up with the person or follow up with the situation or whatever it may be. And if you have the opportunity, you should probably thank the messenger because the messenger is giving you information that if it's, if the challenge is coming from a person, they didn't want to tell it to you. If the challenge is coming from a situation that you weren't aware of, now you're informed. So if you have the opportunity and someone's giving you the information, you should probably thank the messenger. But that first step I know that was a lot, but the first step there is really don't react immediately. Think about the situation, assess the situation, create a plan on what you want to do in that situation. And even outside of creating the plan, when I say assess the situation, think about it. And when I say think about it, it's okay, how did we get here? What went wrong? How did this happen? What's their perspective? What's your perspective? Okay, great. Now start thinking of a plan on how you can correct the situation or how you can fix the whatever it may be. And I know I was going to wait and just give like the bullets, but I'm obviously giving the actionable steps as we go. Um, the second, the second piece to, or the second 
biggest challenge when it comes to overcoming or getting through obstacles is most of the people if you think like I like I just said in the, in obstacle or in the situation one you're going to step back you're going to focus on what the issue is you're going to create a plan you're going to understand perspectives you're really going to assess the situation the second piece is most people don't do that so if you're the only one or one of few excuse me or one of few that are actually stepping back to assess the situation not just to complain and get angry but you're stepping back to assess the situation so you can figure out how to solve it but most around you aren't going to be in that same mindset they want an immediate response they want things that's got to be fixed right now and that's not how life works that's not how most things work and i think if you, you have some you have some options you can do the easy thing like respond right now and get an immediate sense of calm short-term sense of calm but is that immediate response the right thing for long-term success and that's something every situation is different so i'm not i'm not making the assumption for you i'm uh, i'm asking a real question that you need to think about when it comes to solving problems and understanding thought processes and how people work immediate gratification we need answers now okay great is the answer you get right now going to be the answer to your long-term success that's that's up for you to decide um, but when you understand that most people don't think about it that way, you're created with the whole new challenge of what information do I give them to let them know that I'm lo- working on a long-term plan for success, not just an immediate plan that satisfies the, the eye right now, visually looks good. And when I saw loop in some of my current situations, like I'm going through a situation similar to that right now. And it's funny because it's not just my company or my friends and family but when we get in these spaces people that don't think this way or try to assess situations and solve problems they think completely different and that different is I'm going to gossip I'm going to give up I'm going to spread rumors I'm going to I'm going to do whatever's easiest for me right now but that tends to create more challenges not just for the group but also for that individual, you may not feel any impact right away, but if you're one of those that consistently gossips and you're not one that has answers for the problems or you're not trying to solve problems or be a part of the solution, tending to be more part of the problem, that's not a good look for you. No one likes that. So the two points I really wanted you guys to take from that is one, when you're faced with surprises or challenges or obstacles, um, don't respond immediately. Step back, create an action plan for yourself, your group, your, your, your team, whatever it may be. Step back and think about that. Assess the situation and create the best possible plan you can. The second was looking at people. Most people aren't in a situation where things happen like that that are impactful for them or they get bad news or things aren't going their way. They don't always step back. So you have to understand that a challenge is you have to know your audience. And if your audience isn't one that's going to be in a problem-solving mode, you have to understand or incorporate how they are into your current plan. Because it's not just going to be about you. It's going to be about the relationships that you have with those that are involved on your team or not. And then also um, those that presented the challenge. So 
there's a lot there. Hopefully this is allowing you to break down your, your challenges or your situations and understand that not just it's not just about you, but there's other key players in there that are going to play a part. And the other or another thing that I wanted to point out is the differences in thought or diversity of thought. That's the beauty of this. Because just because you think differently, it doesn't mean you're wrong at all. But I think there's desired outcomes that we want to get to. And I think we have to understand that not all thought process thought processes will get to that desired outcome. And you have to understand this is, in a way, I don't want to say the have and have nots, but the, the winners and losers, or however you want to differentiate it. I don't think there's a really nice, I have air quotes there, way to put this. But for those that have to respond immediately, those that have to react immediately and do what's easiest right now, I think their success will be limited. And don't get me wrong, I'm not a multi-multi-millionaire. Um, I'm just a believer that 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 can only lead to a little bit of success. Like you, you can't you can't get uber successful that way. Those that are willing to step back, assess the situation, create a long-term action plan, those are the individuals that are going to have a bigger impact. And those are the individuals that typically aren't chasing money. They're looking at how do I make a bigger impact? How do I make more people happy? How do I make things move more efficiently or better than what they currently are? Um, but that's the like I said, that's the beauty of it. If you can shift your mindset from quick fix to long-term success, you start to think differently. You start to get different. But just food for thought. Think about that. And I think as you as you start to level up, and we've talked about this in, in other podcasts, um, as you start to level up, we say new levels, new devils, I believe. <laughs> With those new levels and new devils, you have to be mindful that a lot of it has to do on your outlook because when you get to new levels and new levels, it doesn't necessarily mean a new job. It can be just a different experience, but anyway, you define your levels. Sometimes the challenges we have are because we are progressing and we're getting to a new space. And as you get to new spaces, you're not going to know everything. And if you can accept yourself as a student, you will continually learn. Students don't go to class knowing everything. Students go to class to learn. And then they take what they learn and they apply it to their life and they apply it to their test that they're going to take in classes. If you can take that same approach to life, to challenges, to problems, to success, to failure, to family, to friends, I think you'll, you'll have a different perspective and a different view on life. But if you're not willing to take the student approach to life, and this is, I don't know the answer, this is a serious question. Or should I say this is not rhetorical, this is a serious question. If you choose to not, like, now that you're informed, and you were probably informed before this conversation or before this podcast, but you just need a reminder. If you're not willing to look at life or look at your situation like you're a student and you're learning, why is that? Is that because you've decided that you're the boss? Is that because the person or the others around you are less important? Is it because you just don't care? Is it because you stopped learning? Those are things that you have to think about. And maybe there's something I'm missing there. But as I said, there's a a voice option to leave messages for whoever the podcaster is. So if you listen to this and you're listening to it on Anchor or if you're on uh, Apple, Spotify, (laughs) we're on a lot of stuff now. Um, 
leave a comment. I'm, I'm interested in that. But the other piece to those those questions is how much of that how much of that is your ego? And I think that can fall into one of those one of the four all the four questions I just posed out there. Um, but getting back to the situation I was talking about up front is when you're dealing with these kind of challenges and you're assessing the situations, um, you've got to be mindful of the egos involved in the, the challenge or the situation. You've got to be mindful titles. I know people say, oh, titles don't matter. Titles don't matter. That's not real. You send an email and you don't get a response. You add your boss's boss to it. You send the same email. You think you get a response? Probably. So don't tell me titles don't matter. And then you got to think about goals. What are your goals? And I say, what are your goals? And I'm, I'm looping this into my own situation. I'm going to personalize this a little bit. Some of the challenges that, that I'm having is I have goals. Goals within this company to make my, my team as successful as possible. And I think if you don't have goals like that, when you run into challenges or what appears to be a big challenge, you tend to take whatever's easiest, almost like we talked about up, up front. And in my situation, initially when I got this feedback, I was frustrated. Like, but at the same time, the same thing I said for bullet point one is you got to think about the situation. Don't respond immediately. Listen, assess the situation, ask for time to follow up. You do that so you can better understand what the what are the ramifications of your actions? What's the actual situation? What's the problem? How can you fix it? But when I think about that, like for me, and I'm not boasting, I'm not bragging. I got companies that reach out to me about other jobs. Easy way out is, oh, let me go ahead and start entertaining all these conversations. I'm gonna go ahead and get on out of here. And that, if you don't have goals, you tend to do that. But when you have goals within your current organization and you want to solve some things, then it's not about what's the easiest way. How do I make myself, quote unquote, feel better and get into the feels of this when it comes to business, when it, even when it comes to, to life and relationships? Again, this is where your feelings get you in trouble sometimes. If you're consistently living off your feelings and not having principles or goals, you're going to go with what's easiest because when our feelings are hurt or our feelings are, we have stress or we're anxious, we want to hurry up and get that feeling away from us. And most of the time we tie getting that feeling away from us by jumping into a new situation. It's a fresh start. It's, it's, it's easier. It's, it's new. Um, they don't expect as much from me, but you're just delaying your success because you're going to run into a similar problem. We talked about this in other podcasts. You're going to run into a similar problem in another company that's you're going to run again. So then you've met your ceiling of success. And I'm not saying it's a glass ceiling. It's the ceiling that you created. And if you continually run from the situation or run when it gets tough, then you're okay with that. And maybe you haven't thought about it that way. And maybe this is like an aha moment for you. But when you have goals or you're living off principle and you can't consider, not even saying you can't, you can. I just encourage you not to consistently make your decisions based off your feelings. Base it off of what are your values? What are you trying to accomplish? What are your goals? Where do you want to be at in three to five years? And does what do the actions that you're taking right now fall in line with where you want to go? Because if they don't, maybe you need to get out of your feelings and get back to your, your principles. And you're going to have some tough times that you should have as part of the process and get through those so that you can see a brighter day, so that you can build a, a, a better relationship, so that you can accomplish whatever it is you may want to accomplish. 
But as I was talking earlier about my situation and coming into some challenges at first, like I said, I was I was frustrated. Um, and I sat back and I assessed it and I looked at it. And I'm like, I don't even, I still was like, I don't know how this even came up. I don't know how this happened. But as I had some of my teammates reach out to me and other people reach out to me about the rumors they're hearing and what's swirling around, you know, it, it would be easy to cash out. Let me just go ahead and stop. Let me, but literally two things happen. One in my head, I could hear, and you guys have heard me talk about him before, Keith Carroll. Um, I could hear him telling me, Zoe, it's almost like getting a free education. This kind of ties into the student thing too. I wasn't thinking about this, but it's kind of like getting a free education. Learn as much as you can. Apply it to what you're doing. Continue to get better. You're basically getting your master's in healthcare and leadership. So I laughed about it, but that's what was playing in my head. But basically what that's telling me is you got to push through the struggle. You've got to solve the problem. Um, and if there's if there's a way for you to not only push through the, through the struggle and solve the problem, but if there's a way for you to document that or keep the internalize it so that you can help others when they get to that same situation, that's what you're supposed to do. I think it's a cycle, student, teacher, student, teacher, student, teacher, and it continues. And I think when you stop being a student, you better obtain, obtain enough knowledge that you can, can, that you can be a teacher for a long period of time. But even as that, at that, if you stop learning, your skills are going to be irrelevant. So you've got to be able to accept you're going to go in a cycle of student, teacher, student, teacher, student, teacher, and each problem that you have is, is that, that replicated your student to you learn how to get through that. Then you can teach someone else. Then you're going to level up and have a new problem. You're a student to figure out how to fix it. Now you're a teacher and you continue to do that. But the funny thing about me is when this started happening to me, like the, I started hearing the rumors and it started to amp up a little bit. I started to get more focused. I started to get more, more dialed in. And I think sometimes this is intentional. Because if initially, when I first heard the news, if I just gave up or did what was easy and acted out emotionally, I would never have been able to get to the space of, okay, let me assess the situation. Okay. As I started to assess it, I started to, not only say predict, but forecast, okay, this word's going to spread. This is what's going to happen. And it did. And it's like, okay, cool. But through the problems, it goes back to the principles and also understanding who you are. Like, what do you want to do? Do you want to jump ship or do you want to try to solve this problem? And each one of us have these scenarios all the time. And it's just, are you willing to endure some of the stress, some of the uncomfortable feelings that we have to get to a better level or to fix or to solve a challenge? But I want to, I want to close this up uh, here in a second, because one, I'm getting close to that 25, 30 minute mark. Two, I don't want to sit in this hotel room all day in a new country. I want to get out and see what I'm, what I'm in. Um, but I'm sure I can go three, four, five. But the biggest point that I want to get out here is it relates to a message that I posted um, yesterday on my Instagram story. If you don't know my Instagram, Alonzo, A-L-O-N-Z-O underscore D underscore K. Um, on my Instagram story and it said uh, I'm going to leave out a word here but you have to stop expecting or you have to stop trying to skip the struggle now there's some other words in there but 
you got to stop trying to skip the struggle. It's part of the process. And if you're going to get better, if you're going to get to a new level, if things are going to change, you want to see a different result, you've got to understand that there's going to be a struggle there. And one of the things that I don't think I was very intentional about earlier in this podcast, but when I say you've got to stop giving up at the struggle, you've got to push through the struggle, you've got to stop trying to skip the struggle, you've got to understand the situation. And this is why I think goals and values are important. If you sit back and you assess the situation and you only want to stay in the situation because of a feeling, I don't know if you're doing the right thing. If you step back and you assess the situation and, excuse me, you step back, you assess the situation and you know that it's linked to a goal or one of your values or multiple multiples of your values, now you know you're making the right decision. I'm not saying it's going to be the easiest decision, but you're making the right decision. And as I said earlier, new levels, new devils. Just make sure those new devils are ones that you're creating because you're, you're growing, you're learning, you're challenging the status quo, you're trying to get to a new level and not from a, a selfish perspective. You're trying to get to new levels collectively. So those challenges may be things that you haven't seen before things that you haven't witnessed or noticed or experienced. Don't let the challenge be something that you've seen last month, something you've seen last quarter, something you've seen six months ago, you know, that you just haven't addressed. And we're all guilty of it, but you have to decide how many times does it have to happen before you start to to make changes in your process and how you communicate, um, how you relate to people, the work that you're doing. And do you want to make those changes? Because if you don't, and they don't align to your values, maybe the the immediate reaction that you thought you should have took is the right action. Let's go do something different. But like I said, if it ties to your goals, if it ties to your values, it's not always going to be comfortable. And you can ask any entrepreneur out there that's that's been successful. I can guarantee they tell you about all the struggles they went to through and the times they wanted to quit and the maybe even the days they did quit, but then the next day they got up and got back at it. It's all part of the struggle. It's all part of the process. It's all part of success. And like I said, I'm 26, 27 minutes into this and I still don't have a title for this. But my message for those listening, make sure when you're being when you're caught off guard with surprises or challenges or you're just experiencing challenges you knew were coming, step back and assess the situation. Make sure you, you create a plan, make sure you're mindful of your audience, make sure you make sure you're understanding what your goals and values are. Um, two, Understand that everyone around you is not going to think the same as you. Understand that most people live in a space of immediate gratification. So don't expect them to step back from a situation, assess the situation, and understand what the best result or best action plan would be. Expect them to take immediate action, immediate mouth, immediate words, immediate verbal, whatever you want to say, and incorporate that kind of stuff into your plan. Yeah, it may bother you a little bit up front, but you're not trying to win the battle. You're trying to win the war. So look at that, that long, the long haul, the next three to five years. And if you haven't mapped out the next three to five years, it's okay. Look at the next six to 12 months. Start today. Create your plan on what you want to have happen. What, what, what are your goals? What are some things you want to do personally? What are some things you want to do in your company? What are some things you want to do from a fitness perspective? What are some things you want to do financially? And then once you actually create those goals and you start to go through them or go to them, understand there's going to be those challenges. Make sure you can go back to that first day that you sat down and said, this is what I want to do. You understand why you started. 
you knew it wasn't going to be easy, or if you thought it was going to be easy, life reminded you. Like Mike Tyson says, everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Sorry, get punched in the face a few times. Keep bouncing back. Your success will be bigger. Just know that every setback is an opportunity for you to learn something. We find a lot of joy in winning. They always say winning cures everything. So we find a lot of joy in winning. The thing that we fail to realize is we learn the most in losses or setbacks. And if you want to get bigger wins, you've got to have some losses or setbacks so that you can learn more, so that you can make a bigger impact, so that you can actually drive a higher level of success. So celebrate the wins, but respect and admire the losses because they're not, not the loss, but what you're getting from the loss. I appreciate you guys' time today. As always, thank you for listening to the podcast. I appreciate the feedback. I, <laughs> I apologize about the, the week and a half long break. While I'm over here in London, uh, I'm doing London, uh, Netherlands, or Amsterdam, Paris, and then back to the States. But I'm going to try to put out a couple podcasts over these next seven, eight days. Um, and I mentioned something earlier for social media, IG, Instagram, whatever you want to call it. Alonzo, A-L-O-N-Z-O, underscore D, underscore K. Follow me. Be great.